Hey, welcome to today's episode of the High With Us podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Martinez. Today, I have a special guest, Mr. Jared Alexander. From uh, what part of the country are you from today? So I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona is one of it's my favorite like city. I like visiting. It's dope. It's a dope yeah. city. <laughs> Only been especially this time of year. Yeah, that's the coolest time of year. Hundred percent. Yeah. Only been in Phoenix about nine years now. Yeah, nine years in Phoenix. Where we? Where'd you grow up? North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. You have a little bit of accent still. A little bit of yeah, it's sticking with me. I don't think it's going anywhere. So, <laughs> yeah. so one of the questions I always like asking is how'd you end up in real estate? A lot of people have different stories of maybe they fell into it, maybe it was a parent or, or sibling, but everybody has different stories. So what's yours? Yeah. So I fell into real estate. So actually early on, really before I even knew what I was gonna do, you know, going through high school, my mom owned a couple rental properties. Um, and then I saw my grandfather retire at the age of 50 based on his uh, commercial property. So what he did, he started a flooring business and ended up buying the building and then developing the land around that and built up some more commercial buildings. And then he ended up, yeah, uh, passing the business down to my mom and just took off to Arizona, which is a big reason I'm out here now. And he's been living off the income, you know, from that from that property ever since. So that kind of opened my eyes a little bit, but still really not knowing exactly what I wanted to do. You know, I kind of how we, you know, how we all grow up, you know, is graduate college, get a job, 401k, right? Work hard to your 65. That was kind of the mentality. I, I did have plans on possibly owning that business one day, but, you know, I really didn't, wasn't sure which route I was going to go. Mm-hmm. And so Anyways, yeah, fast forward to uh, as far as how I got more active in it, I actually came out here to Arizona, as I mentioned, nine years ago, and a friend introduced me to the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I'm sure you probably hear that a lot, you know, they talk about that that purple book there, mm-hmm. and it, it totally changed my my whole outlook, my perspective on, you know, my career, where, where I was going, what I was doing, and I, yeah, just started looking into real estate and you know, next thing you know, here I am. I'm started with a single family and don't want to jump in too much to it. But yeah, just started with a single family and ended up buying an out-of-state rental property. And then the whole, you know, I had to really determine why why I wanted to do this, right? You know, what what was my why? You know, you hear that yeah. question a lot. And, and for me, you know, I wanted to create financial freedom. I wanted to you know, support my W-2 income, you know, replace my W-2 income passively. And so real estate was the best way to do that. And other than like the stock market, I mean, real estate for me, I just, I grew up in the flooring business. I construction background is, you know, really resonates with me. So that just that brick and mortar physical asset, investing in something, it creates value over time. I could sell it for a profit or rent it out and gain uh income based on that. So yeah, that's kind of how I got started. This show is sponsored by Hive Mind CRM. 
It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the hive mind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings and of course to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at hivemindcrm.io. So starting a single family, are you still doing single family right now or are you kind of pivoted into other asset classes? Pivoted to other asset classes. Yeah. So yeah, right now I'm in apartment syndications. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. As an LP or GP? Uh, so I'm happily to report I will be clo- uh, doing my first GP, probably closing on that in the next week or so. So okay. awesome. Yeah. What's yeah. the deal? What's the deal? What is it? Can you talk about it? Yeah. So I just started my business, Optimal Equity Group, about about three months ago. And so personally, I ended up got a, had a mentor in this space and was kind of following his coattails and, and, you know, getting started with a single family and then heard about apartment syndication, which honestly, I never heard of probably until about two and a half years ago. And what it is, is, you know, they operators go out and buy these, uh, buy these apartment buildings and they raise the capital from investors, you know, for the down payment renovation costs of the property. And, you know, the investors get a return. So essentially you can double your money in three to five years, depending on how the deal is structured. I'm primarily focused in value add, which to sum it up pretty quickly is flipping apartments. And so they go in, you know, raise, renovate the units, raise the force, the appreciation on the apartment building and ended up selling it for a profit. And so I started out investing in five of those actually here in Phoenix, Arizona, personally. And then quickly realized like this is a great way to invest in, you know, a non-traditional way other than the stock market. Right. And you get, I mean, you get great returns. I'm making the same amount of money as I did on that single family cash flow without having to worry about a, you know, sump pump going out, which I'll save that for a story down a little later, but you know, and, and so, and I, I get to really just do the due diligence on the operator, wire the money and I'm collecting a check every month. So anyways, that's what really encouraged me to start my business around those same lines. And so I partner with uh, the general, the GPs or the, the syndicators that go out and find these deals and I'm helping them raise capital for it. So what are, what's your role right now in your GP deal? Are you capital raising or did you find the deal or what's your role in this part? Capital raising. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is, Ferber doesn't, doesn't know, there's different facets of, of that of that syndication that everybody brings their own tool or their own skill set to the, to the deal to, to make that deal happen. And I think the bigger the deal, the more, optimize you can make it because there's less there's more there's more equity to pass around and there's less there's there's more of a spread so you can pass around different duties to different parts and different people to carry that responsibility yeah absolutely they say what's your superpower right 
And, you know, for me, I'm actually, you know, working in my W2, you know, I'm, I'm in sales. So that kind of transitions into that, just raising capital. And yeah. You still have your W2? Still have my W2. Yeah. I, I don't knock the, I don't knock, I don't knock being a real estate investor and having a W2 because it makes you more lendable. Yeah. <laughs> Most investors like me, I can't get a bank loan if I ask for one and give them a thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. They don't even care. They're like, oh, look at me sideways. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why it's important for me because I have people that I raise capital with too that they're more lendable. I'm like, hey, I can't, I can't, I can't get a loan, but you can. Yeah. You can be a value. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's the cool thing with real estate is there's so many different ways, you know, you can bring value to a deal, right? I mean, yeah. So uh, what's the deal itself? Is it a, how big is the, how big are the units? Are you starting to stay in that middle, like 20 to 50 unit mark or are you going after something bigger? Well, yeah. So these are like, most of these are going to be a hundred plus units. Yeah. And so like this particular one's in the Dallas, I can't get into too many details because it hasn't, you know, closed yet and just with SEC regulations and all that, but this is in the Dallas uh, market, Dallas, Texas area. But so stick really sticking to the hot markets, right? Dallas, Houston, Phoenix are private are the primary markets I'm really honed in on right now. Yeah. How many partners are usually in a in a in a syndication? Because I know it can vary depending on how much weight people can bring to the table. Because some some people might be doing this for a while and they might have the capital already, they might have the the balance sheet already. And they're just looking for somebody to find the deal or somebody bring bring the management or something to that case. How many how many partners do you normally work with on a syndication? Well, so it, it definitely varies. And now if you would ask this question probably six to eight months ago, very, very little, right? You know, you got some that just have three or four, you know, initial partners that are like, you know, the full GPs that are going out, you know, doing broker relations, finding the deal acquisition, managing the property. But, and then they partner with like capital raisers like myself to go out and raise capital. But I tell you, some of these deals, Daniel, I seen when everything was really hot and interest rates were really low, they'd fill up in hours. And I mean, literally talking 10, 15, $20 million raises in a matter of hours, filling up the deal. So now today, of course, that's, that's turned a little bit. So it's a little harder to find capital now. So, you know, you can, that general partner can partner with, 10 capital raisers, you know, or, or five or, you know, whatever makes sense to them, depending on what they need for the raise. Yeah. So usually looking for accredited investors with usually like a hundred thousand, is that usually the case or are you trying to get more money with less people or less people? It doesn't really matter. You know? Yeah. So typically they're about at least $50,000 minimums. You know, that's a benefit of going with me too. Cause a lot of these deals are a hundred thousand, but I can open it up for, you know, for a little less and you know it all depends on how the deal is structured you know so this particular deal was a 506b which is why i can't really get into too many of those specifics with it but they which takes non-accredited investors so yeah it just again depends on each deal and how it's structured but i i like opening up to non-accredited just to give those people that you know because you got to meet those certain requirements to be an accredited investor right you got to have at least a million dollar net worth for two years in your w-2 or you know have a household income of three hundred thousand dollars with uh, your well, yeah. yeah 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 i got you it's definitely a uh, a small list of people that can hit that credit investor so if you can open that 506b to target everybody else kind of opens up the doors just because I mean, most people will never even touch a multifamily deal because it's just so it's too big it's too yeah. big to, 
to speak the touch. Yeah, and that's the beauty of uh, fundraising and bringing in a lot of capital partners. What tips can you give to capital raisers? Where to find them? How to find them? What do you ask? What do you bring to the table? Yeah, well, you know, so the best way to learn is by doing it, right? And then taking yeah. action, right? Which I, yeah. I found this one out with the last deal I've, I've been raising on. And, you know, really, you know, because I'm the type, I, I jump in and what's that saying? You know, you jump out of the plane and build your build your parachute on the way down, right? Yep. That's That's my mentality. And, you know, with this, looking back, I wish I would have built my brand a little bit more, I guess you could say, and just kind of, you know, found the investors first because you kind of had this idea oh if i find a good deal the investors will come you, you know and i'm in i'm in sales myself but it's it's a little different than i said actually it's a lot different than going out and asking somebody for you know fifty thousand dollars to invest in a deal than it is you know i'm in flooring still so going out and you know selling ten twenty thousand dollars worth of flooring right but so it's you know, people got to know, like, and trust you, you know, so you got to put yourself out there. And I really think, and this is how I base my W2 sales career too, is really just going at it from a mindset of how can I help this person, right? How can I educate and make sure they know what they're getting into, make sure they know what it is. Because again, a lot of people don't even know about apartment syndications. You don't just walk out your front door and says, Hey, Bernie, did you hear about that apartment syndication they did the other day? Right? Like, no, you know, they you got to be in that room. You got to be in the room. Yeah. I mean, and you know, it's not like the stock market where, you know, they it's all over the news and everything, you know, everybody hears about that. So it's just putting the education content out there and getting in front of people, networking, you know, this space is really built on partnerships and, and just seeing how you can add value going back to what we were talking about before. Do you have like educational materials that you show to like every single person? Here's what the basic syndication is. And then here's the deal itself of what it is and what the return is and the IRR and all that, all that jazz. Yeah. So I ended up, you know, typically have like a sample deal. I'll show them, say, hey, this is what a deal looks like. This is what the returns, you know, this is what they're going to go and do and update the property, add value to it, renovate it. You know, so I do that. And then for the people who are brand new, you know, I'll first start them out with some education content of really what's apartment syndication, how it works. I mean, there's a lot of benefits, you know, it's recession resistant. You can save a lot of money with taxes. You know, you can defer all the cash flow or write that off from the losses and the bonus depreciation. So just kind of explaining the benefits of, of why you would choose to invest in a real estate or, you know, apartment syndication instead of the stock market. Right. Or not instead of, but just an alternative investment, you know. Part of investment. Yeah. I, uh, I talk about, I, I'm on Twitter and I talk a lot of, there's a lot of dividend investors and stock market investors on Twitter and online. So I'm always talking about like, I'm always making fun of their 4% returns because it's too close to inflation for me. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They're, they're, I mean, you could argue they're losing money really, you know, yeah. with inflation, right? Yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy thought to me. My, my partner tweeted out the other day is like, dividend investors are out there because they're bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's, it's it's such a crazy thing to me. But like, like I don't knock. Like, then there's there's ways to monetize dividends. There's ways to monetize everything. But it's one of those things where like, if you're really thinking about investing, investing is about ROI and the time frame you can recoup that ROI because that increases your your total ROI. Like, if you get a twenty twenty percent return and you can get that in three months, well, you got a sixty percent return or eighty percent return. You know, so it's it's really understanding that a good ROI and if you can shorten the time curve. 
that's when you can really make a lot of money and make make your capital a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and to your point too, is not only, you know, you're just getting a 4% return, but then look at your bottom line after all the fees and, you know, commissions you're paying, you know, if you're in a brokerage firm or whatever, I mean, the bottom line, I mean, it's pretty, you know, you, sometimes you're losing money, you know, after you, you know, pay all those fees. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely, definitely alternative asset to, to look into. And I think the one thing I like about real estate in general is that there's so many different, like, asset classes like you don't have to do single family and for everybody i feel and this is where like i think about single family all the time like 80 percent of the people in real estate are single family why is that it's because there's the most of it and there's the most information about it yeah so by us doing this and bringing this conversation out there we're increasing more not necessarily entertainment but more education out into that space about multifamily and all about syndications and about other asset classes because there isn't that information out there you're not going to get it if you're not in the room, you're not going to get it. If you're not listening to the podcast, you're not going to get it. If you're not on YouTube, yeah. not and and again, it's just an al another alternative way, right? And I think you know, for somebody that is looking at investing, you know, you really got to determine, you know, are you a cash flow investor? You know, do you just need that money passively, like you know, for somebody without a W two, right? I well, you need monthly cash flow, so you want to invest with that, invest with assets that are you know um, paying a higher return. Of cash on cash or are you a growth investor right so honestly that's kind of where i'm at right now actually that's not kind of that is where i'm at is i want to build my net worth i want to grow my net worth so yeah the cash flow is nice you know some of these deals you can get anywhere from five to eight percent depending on how it's structured but i want to i mean if i could double my money in three to five years i mean and just keep compounding that i mean that's huge right i mean in three to five years you know, I mean, I'm already in five right now. You know, I plan to do another, another. Well, I already did one this this uh, year so far. I plan to do another one. I mean, you know, I mean, just the compounding returns on this can be, you know, pretty, pretty nice. Significant, significant. Yeah. What's your, what's your all in all goal like in five years? Do you want to be more of a GP doing more of these deals, or are you trying to just eventually go back to LP and be more passive? Like what's your all in all goal? So no, I building this business. I, you know, I'm, I want to be more active. I mean, I love this, love this space. I love real estate. And so I, yeah, I definitely want to be more active. I honestly, I thought I wanted to be a GP, like, a you know, the person with the boots on the ground and, you know, managing the properties and, you know, just being involved in, and everything there. But, you know, as for a capital raiser, I, I'm still a GP on the deal, but I'm just, I have the, you know, certain qualifications and requirements that I have to meet, you know, on the, on the specific deal. But I like the idea of partnering with the professionals, right. Who already have the relationships, who have the network, who, you know, already have everything established and in place and just, you know, bring in capital to, to their deals. I mean, it, it works out pretty good that way. What is a quote that is yours or somebody else's that you resonate with? You know, I think two come to mind. Hopefully that's all right if I get to, because right, it, it kind of goes hand in hand is, you know, so education plus action equals results. And I heard that from Jake and Gino. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but they're pretty big in an apartment, apartment uh, space. And, you know, I have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> is you know i've 
I, I kind of, I get into a lot of situations where I'm like, all right, here we go. You know, let's figure it out, you know? And I think that's the best learning experience you can really, that, you know, you can really learn from is just, I mean, you got to have the education. You got to know what you're talking about. Right. So there's definitely a piece of that, but you know, I mean, without the action, nothing happens. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. And honestly, you know, going back to this first GP deal, I'm about to close on, you know, as I mean, if I wouldn't have said yes and kind of just jumped in, right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be talking about that right now. You know, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. You can have all the information in the world, but if you don't take action, you're not going to get anything. Yep. Exactly. So what was the second quote? Did you say the second quote? Well, so I, the one was education plus action equals results. And then I'd had to be a, you know, be comfortable being uncomfortable. Be comfortable so, being uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. So kind of two in one, they, they really, they go together, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. So what is your acquisition? Are you like reaching out to agents or this, you're not even worried about that because you're working with the GPs? Yeah. So I'm just working with GP. So it's pretty much retail and investors is, is who I'm looking for. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Why, why the podcast? Why podcasting in general? A lot of people are, have a, an all in all goal. Is it to try and get capital as a whole? Well, so just to, yeah, to get my, get myself out there, build my brand, help educate people on different alternatives they can invest, Yep. you know, other than the stock market. And yeah, I mean, eventually if somebody's, you know, interested in this space, you know, definitely can, can help you out in placing your money in a, you know, good cash flow and deal. There you go. There you go. Like yeah. I, said, I, was, I don't mind plugging it in. It is what it is. Every, yeah. every investor is looking for capital, including me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Capital, I guarantee if you if you listen to every episode, they're looking for everybody's looking for capital. Everybody's looking for capital place. One of those things. There's there's always an underlying need for it in every asset class. So it takes it takes your business to the next level once you have the capital in place. Yep, absolutely. Are you is there like an exit plan for your W two or is it is what you get there when you have enough deal flow or cash flow or net worth? <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell you, I was on a podcast probably close to six, seven months ago. And I said, I put out two years there. So okay. it was that about a little under a year and a half now is the goal, which is, it's a stretch goal. You know, they, they say, you know, don't make goals that aren't easy to get. Right. And, you know, so you got to make them those big audacious goals and it's definitely a big audacious but it's attainable right i mean you interview people and probably hear it all the time i mean people replacing their income within a year or two years after getting involved with real estate you know so you know real estate is definitely a cool strategy to definitely build up your worth your net worth your your cash flow all the above depreciation mm -hmm. it all comes in down that path so a definitely cool niche just find one strategy you're good at and like and like doing because not a really like single family. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> single family is not the tell all do all, you know? And honestly, I thought it was at first, right? I, I mean, my goal into this, when that first single family house, we were going to buy 60, 70, 80 properties, whatever it was, right? Just rent them out. And, and I quickly realized that was not the route I wanted to go. And yeah. What changed? What changed exactly? Well, so I, for one, I after just going through that process of the first single family home and that deal, I'm like, man, I had that kind of that thought. I got to go through this 60, 70 more times, you know, like, you know, which is doable. But for me, I, it just wasn't something that was really sitting well with me. And then um, was that effort? 
Yeah, a lot of effort. And then, you know, seeing the repairs that can come up. I mean, one repair can wipe out your cash flow for, you know, really two years. I mean, if you're cash flowing $200 a month, you got a $4,000 repair, you know, two plus years, your your cash flow is wiped out. I mean, yeah, you're still getting equity. But for me, I think it's not really smart to bank on equity. You know, you want to bank on a cash flow on property and hope it, you know, you know, raises or hopefully it uh, goes up in value over time. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Which that's not always the case. I mean, you see somebody flipping houses right now. I mean, I just did my uh, net worth sheet the other, uh, yesterday, actually. And it went from 720 about eight months ago to, or, you know, probably down to $100,000. Right. So, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. A lot happens very quickly in the real estate space. Yeah. A lot happen. Mm -hmm. Well, where can people find you? Optimal Equity Capital Group is that where you where your website is? Uh, where can yeah. people find you also online? I think you put your LinkedIn and Instagram as well. Yeah, so LinkedIn, Instagram. I'm on Facebook as well. But yeah, all the major social media platforms. And then now, do you want me to give that out, or are you gonna put them in no, the notes? No, because people people might be listening to this and not watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Jared at uh, Alexander twenty four eighty nine at uh, for the Instagram. And then, you know, LinkedIn, just Google my name, Jared Alexander. And then I'm on, on Facebook as well, Jared Alexander. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I appreciate yeah. you coming on. I appreciate the information. Like I said, there's there's not enough information out there in the real, in the multifamily and syndication space. So I, I I thank you for helping me provide some education in that space. Because like I said, I don't, I don't have very much out there in my podcast. So it's kind of cool having some more information come out. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. And if, yeah, if anybody's interested, please, you know, get in touch with me and happy to provide some more education content around, around what we're doing here. Um, All right. Thanks, yeah. man. For everybody here listening, go like, subscribe, share with a friend, please uh, like us and share, uh, share us. We appreciate you coming on and listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks guys. Have a great day guys. Bye. Hey guys, if you would like to receive hot leads right to your cell phone in a text message, check out hiveleads.io and you can receive the same leads we've been receiving in our campaign for three and a half years that's made us successful in the land game. Check us out. I've always worked for myself. It's, you know, never had a job. And so uh, I was watching Candid Camera one time. I got out of the nightclub business. I got injured, no health insurance.